Hello, everybody. You can grab it. Oh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Hour podcast. The very last one. The very last time I will be saying that. Ah! We are here at the very last Love Hour podcast. <gasps> We're going to have a moment of going through some of our favorite moments, some of the topics. But of course, before we do that, we are going to do our Love in Action, which we started uh, at this year, uh, started doing this year. And Kevin and Joshua, you guys told me that we were trauma bonding. And so instead of doing a trauma bond, I have brought you guys breakfast. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> It is. I was like something hot. That's gross. It is. It is a pastrami breakfast sandwich with egg, cheese. Oh, she added lettuce and tomato. I told her not to do that. That's fine. And they make homemade. Oh, where's your strawberry lemonade? It's over there. Oh, and they make homemade strawberry lemonade, and it's amazing. I was sitting here like, man, what is gonna be hot and weird tasting? Someone said, "Who, girl? I thank God." Man, uh, thank you. You're very welcome. Oh, they gave me some cookies. They are a bakery. This is a great restaurant. So they're too. so they're Bellwood. Uh, Bellwood, but on Tampa. Yeah, it's, it's like really cu- cut off in the cut. We used to go there all the time for my uh, when I worked. I'm just saying I was hungry. Yeah, that's why I figured you guys were. Joshua, your hair looks like there's a tinge of green in it. Oh, I thought maybe you were doing something. Do the man bun, man. You're right there, Josh. Pull it back. It's bangs now. Listen, pull it back. We love a good bang, though. You're almost. <laughs> Kev, you you eat now. I was starving. <laughs> man, yeah, we got to take a bite together, Kev. Two Bellwoods breakfast sandwich. It's actually very good. Okay, here we go. One, two, three, go. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd have known there was lettuce and tomato. Yeah, tomato with hot stuff never works for me. Yeah. Their pastrami is great. Y'all. I didn't know they made this breakfast sandwich until this it's, moment. Me too. Remember it's cats? about as close as we can get to cats. Josh went to cats without me when we were in New York last I time. I know, I remember that. I've never forgiven them for that. I forgot to say this. I'm your host, Miss Kev on stage, and I'm joined by my husband and co-host. The Kev on stage. We just all took a bite. I'm just going to finish chewing before I continue. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Pickles in there? Mm. I love pickles. I feel like the lady didn't know what I was saying. It was like, you guys used to have like a pastrami breakfast sandwich. I used to get it like years ago. And she was like, girl, what? I was like, can you just put it on this bread with pastrami and an egg and some cheese? Oh, you told her how to make it? <laughs> I couldn't find it on the menu. I was like, girl. Okay. Um, let me see. I got some on my tooth. All right, here we go. Greg ain't gonna want that. You know he's a uh pescat- yes, pescat- Greg don't want no red meat. Monty has oh. red meat. 
You're like, what? What do you say? Pink. Pink. <laughs> That's where I thought he was going. <laughs> oh, no. Um, okay. So we are at officially the very last love hour. At least my contribution to the space of love and relationships in its current form is coming to um, an end. It's coming to a close. And I have toiled with this decision as recently as this morning, child. I wasn't going to go back on my word, but really, I have still, I'm still toiling with the idea of like, you know, what's next for me. I think we talked about this when we did, um, I, mean, I don't know if we did it on the love hour with Angel and Marcus, where I was talking about the idea of like, you know, what's next. And sometimes I feel uh, people, me being the people in this circumstance, you hold on to what's familiar because you don't know what's next. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want to hold on longer than I should simply because I don't necessarily have a plan for what's to come. And so walking out without a plan is quite literally the definition of faith. So uh, that's kind of where I am at this point in my my entrepreneurial ship journey. I think it's also because I I I don't have a clear path. You know, I as a do you feel like you have a clear path? Let me not speak for you. In the love hour in life. No, in life. I have a clear path all the time. It just changes very quickly. <laughs> Whatever I am doing, I am full speed ahead. Uh huh. For instance, listen, I've been talking about getting in the best shape of our life by 40. Obviously, we're not starting today. No, it's in January. I had no intent. Well, I'm saying, obviously. Oh. But when I'm thinking about it, I'm dedicated, right? Even this year. And then my foot started hurting and I couldn't work out. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, I love myself as this. <laughs> without change. Without Before exception. I was thinking about the app, I would never even thought about doing that. Yeah. Keep your distance. Actually, we back up touring and I was trying to save enough money to make movies. Patreon is watching this live. They know. Yeah. Saving enough money for movies, saving enough money for movies, saving enough money for movies. Then the app came along and I was like, oh, this is actually a better way to do this. <clears throat> but I still want to make movies. I've always said that and I'm still working on a few. Uh, <clears throat> but then when the app came in, now I'm like laser focused on that. I uh, was always laser focused on stand up, but to be honest, my next year's show won't be a traditional stand up show in mm -hmm. that in that way. But now I'm really excited about that mm -hmm. because I get to be creative all over again. I realized towards the end of the tour, the last two months, once I had tinkered with the set as much as it could be tinkered with, I'm like, okay, now what can I do? Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm still performing and still having a good time, but I I think I've done all I can do with this year's jokes. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of how I am. I, I don't think I've ever had a feeling of, uh, at least in this arena, I don't know what I'm going to do next. I know what I'm doing next. I just don't know for how long Yeah. or well, until the next thing. I think Esther Perel was listening to her earlier today and she was talking to this couple and he was talking about, well, they both were talking about how they have to hide certain parts of themselves. And she, you know, for a lot of people, they would view that as like a negative thing. And she was like, is it, or is it being flexible enough to recognize what you can show someone and what you can't. And I really mm. thought about it as black people. Child. We do that all the time. It's called code switching. Um, <laughs> when you know how you can show Living up in a in way. America. Yeah. So that was literally, um, you know, the flexibility, I think is what you're the, the, the allowing yourself to not be so rigid in a plan that mm. you can't pivot 
and be flexible enough to change mm-hmm. if something else comes up. I actually think that's a that's a really good trait. So as we're looking back over, obviously, because I don't know what's coming up in the future. Okay, so I have no like this is what I'm going to do. I don't know what the future holds for me. Okay, that like, makes it harder for you, right? We'll figure it out. It makes this decision more scary. Because you're closing something without your next plan. You know, it's like walking off of a job and not having the next job I lined up. Yeah, lined up. Like, who does this? And then when people do do that, you'd be like, well, dummy, well, why would you quit this job and you don't have another source of income coming in? Dumb, dumb, dumb. Um, <laughs> and that's what I'm doing, essentially. I mean, this is a revenue stream. And I'm t- walking away from uh, walking away from it, it without a replacement of that revenue stream. So I'm the dummy in this scenario. Um, and so, yeah, that is I mean, it is scary. I mean, you know, there's no two ways about that. That is scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting, you know, as I'm reading some of the messages on the podcast or in the Patreon and even I got a message right now that was talking about one of the recent episodes of the Love Hour. Let me see if I can find it. Um, so I know that, you know, it's not a, it's an impactful podcast more than anything, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's what makes it. The divorce rate is going to go sky high next year. Hello. All time high. What happened? What was going? Yeah. (laughs) The people are going to be cheating on their spouses. Penis. Uh, so that is one thing that makes it, you know, difficult. It makes it scary. And I don't know. And it's part of the, I don't know, it's, it's part of the, the journey of it all. And I think that if you're looking, I know a lot of people and I, you know, you have to be honest about it. It's part of the reason I so told y'all the other day, like I thought about, and I still may do it, but it'll, I'll, if I do do it, I, I, my intent would be to make fun of myself. These day in the life mini vlogs, these influencers do. I'd be like, I wish my life was that beautiful. <laughs> I mean, you wake up, you're going to light a candle. You're going to make your bed perfectly. You're going to have a beautiful glass of coffee. Your kids are going to be well behaved. They're not going to fight you to get up. Y'all be making y'all beds? Listen. You do? It doesn't have to be made. I bet. I, I'll be like, Lord, sometime, but one day I'm going to make this vlog and I'm going to be like, this is my beautiful life. I get out of my bed, open the covers. And then when I go back to lay down. And I like <laughs> it's the perfection. It's the perfection of not making it up. That makes it perfect. Actually, it's the imperfection, imperfected. Fe- per- forget it. It was that sentence is what it was. It was that sentence. So I thought it would be a good idea to look back over some of our kind of favorite moments on this podcast. What are you laughing at? Somebody said I have yet to make my bed. Seriously. I'm like, I need this beautiful uh, life with the beautiful music. I, it's just not my life, you guys. I'm sorry. Um, you want to do an ad before? The yes, first one? but before we do that, I want to tell you about BetterHelp. And while this podcast has never been intended to be a source of therapy, um, we do recognize the importance of therapy, the importance of getting the help that you need, um, whether that's personally, relationally, in your workplace, wherever that looks like, uh, however that looks like. We all need help from an expert, and it has quite literally been revolutionary in our personal relationship, both individually and I think together as a couple. Would you concur? 
life changing. Life, life, life changing. This is one of my favorite ads we've because good. we've been doing good for a, lo- a while now. I know. It makes me nervous actually because we're not going to be able to see her once we go on vacation until after. We're going to have some things to talk about. I'm like, girl. I've been saving some stuff on you. I need the opportunity to like. We need to touch base. Like, can I text you? What's the deal? Um, and that is one of the best things about BetterHelp. But I be wanting to know, you know, whatever. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. <clears throat> there is something interfering. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is a professional therapy uh, or it is professional therapy done securely online. There's a broad range of experts available, which may not be locally available in many areas. What you're going to do if you're interested because you recognize the importance of, of mental health is go to visit better or you you're going to visit betterhelp.com slash love hour. Love hour. That's betterhelp, H E L P, and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health, health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Special offer for Love Hour listeners get 10% off your first month at betterhelp, H E L P.com slash love hour. Love hour. Okay, one of the yeah. very early episodes of the Love Hour, we talked talked about money uh and this story specifically and we still get questions about this every now and again when i'm like oh people go back and listen to this and we were talking about our get out of debt plan slash strategy that people still reference to this day and i'm going to quickly go over it what we did is called a snowball Mm -hmm. and essentially what and it helped a lot of people and there was an app i mean listen it's been five six seven no, we've been here for eight years, so it's probably been like 10 years since we've used it. So I'm sure there's other apps available. Um, but the app that we use, you literally put in the debt balances, you put in your um, interest rate, your minimum balance, and then it would calculate how long it would take you to do the snowball based on your minimum balance and how much you could afford to add additional. Did I explain that correctly? Yeah. Um literally life-changing motivating for me if you're one of those people that needs to see the incremental progress of like what you're doing because just receiving bills in the mail is not motivation it's just not at least not for me but being able to pull up this app and being like okay if i have an extra 50 dollars this month that i'm ready to put in or i want to put in on my debt how does it affect my debt timeline like if it's really two years and three months can I get it down to two years and one month can I get it down to just two years can I get it inside of the two-year mark that was motivating to me playing with those numbers so anytime I would get like extra money whether it be on my taxes or a bonus I was always into like how can I manipulate these numbers in my favor did you have anything you want to add um what I did you're texting who are you texting um nobody yeah I want you to stop this is why you need the love hour. Go. Um, Melissa, to appease me, <laughs> between Thanksgiving and Christmas, she allowed us not to do this. And then let me use the money for uh, vacations, which did two things. It allowed uh, us to stick to the plan for, I guess, 49 weeks of the year. Yeah. Uh, so I was able to buy in. And then towards that end of the year, I felt like, oh, we can do something fun. 
and I think the most important part of this uh, get out of debt plan, where you do the snowball or whatever the plan is, is that you both agree on doing it. Yeah. Because it's going to be nearly impossible, but heavily difficult if only one of you believes that you should be getting out of debt or one of you believes this is the plan. Right. If you're both not agreeing, like if she was doing it, but then I'm like taking some money out, going to Vegas or buying her gift, whatever I'm doing with it, it, it doesn't work. So I think uh, you probably could have went without yeah, I could Thanksgiving have. and Christmas, right? No, I absolutely could have. But you allowed us that little reprieve and that little um, break mm-hmm. allowed me to be fully bought in, which honestly, it felt like it was taking a long time when we were doing it, but it's also a long time ago now. Yeah, it it How honestly didn't it, take did long. Say? I I, I want to say I did maybe uh it was under three years, but more than that's, two. That's what I felt like. It was about, I was going to say about two and a half years. Yeah. It felt like. Because I remember by the third Christmas, we were either done or maybe the second Christmas, we were almost done. Yeah. I think we might have been done like, I think we might have been done by the, either the boys' spring break or my birthday. I was going to say that too. It was, honestly, I would encourage. I we were on a trip for spring break. For, after probably. That. If I would encourage all couples, if you are in debt, and I know this is like something that plagues a lot of couples, we want to get our credit right. We want to save some money. We want to pay off debt. What couple doesn't say that? Yeah. All couples say that. Most couples have that like a story that they, or a narrative or a goal is a better word, a goal that they want to accomplish. Highly, 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 highly recommend doing the snowball. Um, there are money experts out there, absolutely. But generally speaking, you have to pay them mm-hmm. before you see the benefit. And if you have the discipline to implement this, get yourself an app. It may cost you a few, you know, a couple of dollars. I don't know how much they are now. Might, you know, cost you a couple of dollars. But if you're disciplined enough to do it and we're, you know, we're going into January, it's a great time to do it. Stick to the plan. You can do it. And also I want to, uh, Give you guys just a timeline. This is before we started doing amazingly well in life. Oh, so yes. This was two oh, people, yeah. regular jobs, regular stuff. Like we were not making crazy money. I was not Kev on stage. This is prior to any of the tours or any of the stuff that Way started before. bringing a lot of money. This is this is yes. little bit money stand up. Uh, this is mostly uh, I'd say 98 percent of it was taking our work checks Yes. Uh, and doing with that. There wasn't a huge amount of like, okay, I've got 5K. Let's put it on that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This was regular job stuff, cost of living high in LA, two small kids who, you know, clothes, food, sports, all that type of stuff. We were not making crazy money at this time. Yeah. Um, okay, next one. We have talked about sex on this podcast a lot. I'm a Gucci. Won't you go on and eat me? Lick me on the outside. Lick me in before you try to put your penis in. Oh my goodness. This is definitely a moment on this podcast. Make that a full song on the, you on need the to. Um, interlude at least. That was a, definitely a moment. We've had Emily Nagowski on this podcast which was one of my personal favorite moments because her book was just absolutely life-changing for me. Um, we've talked about breaks. We've talked about accelerators. Man. We've talked about touch. We've butt talked stuff. about butt stuff. We've talked about frequency. I mean, what have we not talked I mean, about? That's the crazy thing. Like so many of the term, so many, so much of what I have learned, I have learned being on this podcast yes. as well. And I think that's a, uh, 
great benefit. And this is how I know that people are not just like gassing us up, like uh, trying to not order them, but some of the things that were like the most profound, I'll give you probably the most profound uh, top five. Mm -hmm. One, uh, sex doesn't have to be sexed until completion Mm -hmm. to be enjoyable. Mm -hmm. That was a big issue for me. Uh, feeling like if you didn't reach the promised land, then it's a job well done, then, which ends up adding pressure to reaching the promised land, which mm-hmm. takes a lot of joy out of it. Um, uh, gas and brakes. Uh-huh. Or accelerators, accelerators and brakes. Uh, accelerators and brakes. I guess the gas is a brake. I mean, mm-hmm. the gas is accelerator. Accelerating brakes was, I mean, hugely impactful. Um, pursuer distancer. Oh yeah, we did have that, that one was uh was big for me. Um even the idea of of women being She's not going to finish it. It doesn't matter. I guess I am. I still have my food. You not you Even the idea of women being a uh, uh higher desire. There was so many women who felt seen having that discussion and so even that was hugely impactful, even if not for me, but for, you know, my audience to hear like, I'm normal too. Yeah, you're not alone. Because how many women are higher desire and the world tells you that men are higher desire so they should be pursuing you and your husband isn't. So you feel like something's wrong with me. I'm unattractive. Whatever narrative you tell yourself and it has nothing to do with that. It's just that there are higher desire women out there. Yeah, I mean, look, (laughs) uh, this information is invaluable. Oh, yes. You know, and that's kind of what I hope the love hour. This is why it's uh, good that the podcast uh, we're telling one of our podcast partners that we're not continuing it. And they're like, are you going to keep it up? And I'm like this. Yes, we're going to keep it up. But the thing is, even if you are going to get married, all those episodes still exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could almost make a playlist of like, before you get married, love our episodes. Mm-hmm. Struggling with sex, love our episodes. Struggling with money, love our episodes. Dreamer versus, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Some of those themes that we revisited a lot uh, were good um, to learn from. I think we, did we talk about masturbation here? I was just going to say. Mutual mash? We, we kind of talked about it a little bit when Brittany was here. Mutual mash? Uh, but even that, like, even if we've never outright talked about masturbation i think there has been enough information given on this platform that you've probably been challenged in Mm -hmm. your belief and i think that's actually what the most important thing is i don't believe that i'm any authority to tell you how to live your life i think it's more important that we just don't take what we've been taught at face value and move forward I think it's okay to be critical about it and yeah. to think about it a little bit different because I've grown to believe that the best sex comes from knowing your body. And how do you know yourself? Uh, I believe this is the thing. Most people believe that the best sex comes from having a lot of sex. And I, I just don't subscribe to that. I think mm. once you know you more intimately, you can direct and guide someone to get you to the best sex. Mm. That's just my personal opinion. I've learned that at being a student of this platform, yeah. being a student on this podcast, even as a host, I've been able to take away, you know, nuggets and tidbits. I agree. And I think um, the good thing about it to me is it ends like Seinfeld, mm-hmm. Seinfeld, 
or um, I need you not to say it correctly because it sounds wrong. Saying fine, yeah. failed. Yeah. <coughs> this is ending the office in season seven. Yeah. Instead of season nine. Once Michael Scott left, it was a quick descent. Yeah. There was a couple of good episodes still, but by and large, the great ones dropped off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. I love season five. Oh, oh. Season yeah. five. I, I thought I thought you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's ending at season five. It ended five. correctly, yeah. appropriately. And I think you have better. It's Game of Thrones ending three seasons before, yeah. <laughs> before it ended. Um, and I think a lot of times when a show ends bad and it's whack, you it sometimes sours your whole view of the show. Sure. You know what I mean? You're like, man, that show was whack. Because Game of Thrones, because it ended so poorly, you used to be like, that show was whack. Yeah, I didn't but watch Game of Thrones. But it was good for so long. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but that is a hard choice because it's still lucrative, still views, still impactful. People still watch it, still learning. That was another thing. Uh, I told Melissa, I said, man, most of these marriage podcasts, and she didn't want to do this, and I get why, because she's creative. They recycle them ideas over mm -hmm. and over and over and remix it and put it up again, put up old episodes. They really don't be breaking no new ground, right. new guests, new ideas. They just be, and people just keep, because people come and join a podcast, fall off, join, fall off, all that type of stuff. But Melissa was like, no. I was like, get a producer. She was like, I've said all I need to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some people were asking, I don't know if you how you feel about this. Uh, they were like, just do something once in a while. Are you hard and fast, never again? Or are you like, you know what, if I have an idea, I might do a spotlight yeah. episode. I, I yeah, it, I'm not opposed to it. I'm not committing to it either. Yeah. The thing is that producing a show is a lot. And the reason the love hour is harder than like, here's the thing or insecure, or the bottom of beautiful. Melissa has to source all this information. Yeah. I just have to watch the internet, which I'm already doing, mm -hmm. looking for videos, screenshot a tweet article, put it in the docket. If I had to come up with new stuff every time I would be like, oh, I can't do this. Yeah. So the love hour is not like that where you can be like, you know, or you end up be doing celebrity gossip all the time. You know, or, or people getting divorced, yeah. which, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, uh, I'm excited for what you'll do with your free time because you you always get on me, but you're a lot like me in a lot of ways. You don't be wanting to sit still either. You're going to figure out something to do. You're not yeah, just going to sit at home and knit. Uh, maybe I will. You will not. I like knitting. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to take a break right here, and we're going to hear from one of our original, I want to say, Love Hour podcast sponsors, and that is Third Love. Third Love has their signature half-size bras. They have the nude color, which I have raved about, and they have lounge wear. We all know that the holiday season is upon us. Kev just told you <clears throat> that we want to get into the best shapes of our lives by 40. Basically means we have about a year and a half to get it together. Um, and we need to work off some of that, you know, food that we would have consumed during both Christmas, which is coming up, and Thanksgiving, which passed, which allows for some uncomfortable moments, you know, where your jeans are feeling too, feeling, uh, feeling too tight. We just went to Tabitha Brown's opening of her restaurant, my kale. Uh, what is it called? My name is Kale. Kale, my name. Thank you. 
And I literally, uh, I did not think kale food was going to be as filling as it was. When I tell you that food was filling, I was like, let me just unbutton. I had a little blazer on and I was doing this to cover it up. Um, but that's okay because third with third love, comfort is always a given. The holidays can be hectic, stressful, and downright uncomfortable. And this holiday season, give the gift of comfort with third love, your one-stop shop for all the women in your life. They have ultra soft loungewear for mom, fun sleepwear sets for your sister, premium activewear for friends, and luxe intimate sets for that special someone. Gifting third love means giving joy and feeling good in all day wear that hug better, hold stronger, and support longer. Um, Okay. Uh, when you go onto the Third Love site, one thing that's really great is that they are keen on representation. So you have an idea of what these items are going to look like on you. They have everything from bras, underwear, sleepwear, loungewear, whatever you want and like, whether it's for you or the woman, the women in your life this holiday season. Um, they have it. Third Love is the greatest or the largest donor of undergarments in the U.S., donating over $40 million of bras to help people in need. Feeling is believing. Upgrade to everyday pieces that love your body as much as you do. Right now, you can get 20% 20 off your first order at thirdlove.com slash love hour. That's 20% off at thirdlove.com slash love hour. Love hour. Uh, I also want to tell you about Skillshare. They are a podcast sponsor um, and they have some amazing classes on their platform to teach you whatever it is that you're interested in in the creative space. I actually, I'm about to tell y'all, I just looked at the video yesterday. Uh, I've I've watched classes on photography. I've watched classes on um uh, uh, graphic design. I've watched classes on reels on Instagram, on YouTube. The class that I was watching yesterday, first of all, by a black woman, she had like over 10,000 people that applied or like watched her class. And she was talking about developing your own style through graphic design. It was like really good. And she was talking about why it's important and how to do it and how to like create caricatures. And it was just a really like, I don't know. I was really intrigued by it to be completely honest. Um, so again, those are the type of classes that they have online on their website. If you're interested in exploring your creativity, go to skillshare.com slash love hour and get one month free trial of premium membership. That's one month of premium membership at skillshare.com slash love hour. Okay. This time I want to say last year, one of the most impactful episodes that we've had is after Kevin read this book by this man named Gay Hendricks. Gay Hendricks. Called The, the Big, Big League. It yielded Kevin and Gay a Maserati, which I actually believe your big leap should have been your truck. To be <laughs> that completely ain't, that honest, ain't a big leap. it was because of what it represented. The truck or the Maserati? Yeah, the truck. How's that a big leap? Because it was your dream car. Ah, uh, my actual dream. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that was more. You guys don't know I have a pickup truck that I drive. Pretty much all the time. But that was a life-changing episode, not only for us. Like, Joshua, did it? was it very impactful for you? That's what allowed him to be like, man, black women, man. This is what I really want. I don't want Mexican people to be sad. This is my heart's desire. 
Yeah, right. I feel like for all of us, it was a really impactful episode, but I know it extended beyond just here. Absolutely. Yeah, I uh, I think for a lot of listeners, uh, it extended into my book club. People are, I, someone literally like maybe a week ago was like, girl, I'm big leaping in this area. Like it's still something that's become part of like the language uh, and the culture of the Kevlon stage universe. And I think the Maserati is like a symbol of it, but it wasn't the most impactful thing, mm-hmm. nor the truck. It was the live your life. Yes. Let your life be your life. Let people think what they think. The I was I've said this a lot, and especially if you watch the Love Hour, especially around that time, I was really struggling with being liked and making sure people liked me and they liked my content and came on stage with this and all that. And no matter what I did, that wasn't going to be the case. Uh, and it was almost crippling. Uh, to me, there was a time when I was getting dragged on the internet. Josh, remember I was coming in sad. You remember more because mm-hmm. you seen it as it was happening in real time. Yeah. Uh, and that book really allowed me to just understand the internet and the case of people and not be, I don't want to say shackled, but like kind of like Captain Marvel. Yeah. She was fighting with those things on that were limiting her power. And I think it allowed me to do what I want to do creatively and let people say what they want to say. They're going to say Do you live in that truth or do you still struggle? Uh, I will say I am undoing the way I saw that stuff, but I'm not allowing myself to live there anymore. I'll give you an example. Me and Tony were talking about a buddy cop movie, right? And then like defund the police was everything. Yeah. So I was like, that's not going to go over tone. It's not going to go over. Then I realized everybody's talking about the show Southside on Chicago, Southside uh, about Chicago. And half the show and half the story on each episode are about black police officers. Mm-hmm. And whether the defund the police people watch it or not is irrelevant. What matters is the people who think this show's funny are watching it. Mm-hmm. Tony said something really funny to me. He said, man, people get mad and say, I don't want to see nothing about the police and go home and watch Law and Order. <laughs> I was like, you are absolutely right. It's so true. Every night. A marathon. Marathon. I'll stay it. on a whole Saturday watching. You know, and I was the reason I'm talking about this specifically because I was like, I need something that's going to be universally loved. Mm-hmm. I don't want to start start with something that's going to be dragged on Twitter. You can't even think like that. Yeah. No matter what you do, someone will try. Someone will not like it, right? But in 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 my mind, I had to accept that. Make what you want yeah. for the people you want to watch it. The people who are screaming the loudest are often not your target audience anyway. It's not going to affect the sales one way or another. So that's really what the Big Leap helped me in. Um, the Maserati is great. I do drive it sometimes. I don't drive it. I don't drive it much, but I do drive it. I mean, I'm not wasting my money, Yeah. but it, it's not my, I, it's my truck is the, <laughs> the next thing. But now that book and that and talking to him and all that, that period of the love hour, I feel like it was almost divine. Yeah, I agree. I feel like before I can go where I need to go career-wise, you have to prepare Mm -hmm. for blowback. Now blowback won't do to me what it would have done last summer or the summer before. Like I almost expect it or accept it or know that there's nothing I can do to prevent it, but it also doesn't really stop. You know yeah. what's happening. People, people get mad about every single thing that's ever All day, been made every day. on Earth. It is the nature of the internet. Yeah, it's the drawback of having access to millions of people's thoughts on anything at any given moment. Um, so, and that's also my last thing, and I don't want to take over. 
That's really why the Patreon and the stage crew is so important to me because it is the, it is the website, social media where I have the most people who understand me as a creator. Yeah. It's the backbone. Yeah. The stage crew, Patreon, people who have the app, they get it. So and a lot of times people who don't get it, if you ain't, and it doesn't mean I'm above criticism. Like I accept criticism, but you're not the people I'm making it for. So it's okay if you don't like it. Yeah. Like these people who are watching this live right now and who are see it on Patreon, who watch the love hour. Here's the thing who have the app who come to the shows. I'm really focusing on them. Mm-hmm. If you ain't never been to a show or watch the podcast or see me live, I don't really care what you think yeah. because it makes sense. If you don't like me, that's okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So nah, the big leap was impactful. I was actually really like, that's a low key flex by you that you got pretty much every author you wanted. The only person you didn't get that you probably wanted was Esther Perel. Oh, I never could get her. <laughs> never. No, 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 no. You I wouldn't even try. Heck no. No, 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 no. She, nah, she's nah. She's a she's above me now, uh, <laughs> way above. She was on a uh, uh, red table talk. Was she? Mm-hmm. She's she is literally a world renowned, like in the space that she's in. She is probably the leading. Oh, yeah. She speaks like nine different languages or something like Does that. She really? Uh-huh. She's a polyglot. Yes, and she talks about. It definitely speaks in tongues. And it's important for her because she says that because everything doesn't translate to every language, it's important for her to understand what it would mean for you in your language. Really? Yeah. And that's why she learned them? Yeah. No, she absolutely is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She absolutely is just, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even insult her because I would be like, I have $5. Could you maybe come? I love you so much. Could you maybe come? Um, but she's been one of my biggest impacts uh, in this. And remind I also. Me I'm not just texting. You remind me of something that I need to do before the year is over. I want you to do better about being present I'm, for other people. I'm trying. I know you're not, though. You're not I trying. Am. No, you're not. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to challenge your trying <laughs> in saying, no, it's not about the forgetting. Yeah, yeah, it's not Thank about you, the though. forgetting. No, he did. He did try. I'm here for you the never try. You come to bat for me. No, he doesn't. I appreciate it. He was trying. You are right. I no, will be better no, today. But you're, no, you're going to allow me to finish my whole thought. And that is this. When, I love you. When people, what about Monty? Look at a picture of him. When people, Your mom's calling. Answer, answer. She's not. When people are talking to you or trying to have a conversation with you, you have to remember what you stand as, as Kev on stage. And when you disconnect, for me, it's just rude because I'm your wife and I'm trying to talk to you. But when you're out and about, you're Kev on stage. And when you disconnect and you're doing this, people turn from having a group conversation to looking at you. It's like being on stage and looking at that one person doing this in the audience. And now you're that person in a group of four or five. I really want you to do better. I, what do I can say in this moment? Okay, I'm going to do better. I just did it that wasn't good enough me. then. I needed the example because now you get it more than I said it a minute ago, didn't you? I do. <laughs> that was probably the best example ever. Thank you. I'm the person in the front row on their phone? Yes. That's why God said, don't talk right now. Let me finish the whole <laughs> thought because I knew that was going to land on your heart differently. Let me text that and remind myself. <laughs> 
um, the other great thing about this love hour, though, is that it has allowed me the opportunity to come into contact with people that I admire in this space. One of my favorite and black. I have had some of the best black mental health experts on this platform and have literally, and I don't mean this to toot my own horn, but I also am going to toot, toot, toot my own horn. Beep, beep. About some of the people who literally have careers now as a result of being in this space. There was a lady that was on, and I probably could say it because it's the facts. Uh, the period doctor, when she was on this podcast, probably had less than 2,000 followers. I kid you not. She is now verified. Don't look it up. No, you can. She is. She speaks at. Shut up. She speaks at um, conferences like everything. It was a literal launching pad that even I. Where's she at now? 87? She was at two, less than 2,000? Less than two. And I think I'm being generous and I kid you not, I'm not being funny. But when I think about the impact of this platform, bringing people on and allow, and that's honestly why I had to start taking the responsibility of vetting these people so seriously. Because I recognize that it was more than just inviting someone on my podcast. I'm giving them a platform. And the way the stage crew works, y'all be supporting folks. They do. So their likes shoot up. Stevon Lewis be he snatches more edges per day. Everybody's ball hit. He got he he hit me the other day. Uh, The compliment one. Oh man! The thing is, I should have texted him and said, "If you're going to use me for content, the least you could do is say inspired by." In the caption, (laughs) he said, "The least you can do." Correct. He said something about if if. Someone gives you a compliment and it makes you feel uncomfortable. It's because the way you see yourself doesn't line up with the way they see you. Mm-hmm. And, and but like, the bricks one. Yeah. Uh, what did he say? <laughs> what did he say? What was that? I don't understand. Oh, that was, that's how I was feeling when I was reading. Oh, that. I was like, I don't know what's happening. No, no, I was just like, dang. He said, I see our perception of ourselves as the bricks to the building that is us. Compliments then are the cement used to bind those bricks together. If someone gives you a bag of cement and you believe they have given it to you in error, that tells me you don't see the mound of bricks next to you. What's your problem, bro? I asked him when he's going to go on vacation. I know. I saw that. I saw that. Because you used to be moseying along your day. Yeah. he be. And then people on the stage crew want to put his stuff in the stories. So now I don't even see it coming from him. Because I read his stories. Me? I don't want to oh, do I it. I felt like that was me. Because I've already posted stuff in my stories all the time. I I have found the, the I found it to be a privilege and an honor to introduce our audience to some of the most amazing black experts in this field and listen that's not to say i haven't had our fair share of the white as well we've had emily, emily Nagowski, Nagowski, morgan johnson morgan anatomy of marriage yes anatomy of marriage we also had lauren fogel like we have had even them you know some uh my other girl that did uh higher desire lower desire and i kept calling her the wrong name i used to listen to her podcast all the time i can't think of her name right now um 
uh, Lori, Lori, uh, Lori Beth Denver, Lauren, Lori Chow Watson. I'm about to say, yeah, yeah. That was my homegirl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very much so. Um, all of these people. Gay Hendrix is why he Gay said. Hendrix. Yeah, it's a freaking, like, for real author that was, like, on Oprah. Stephen Lewis has been on the Oprah Winfrey Network. Yes. Like, we've had some amazing. Goody Howard. Goody Howard did. Shamira, Brittany, Broda Smith. Goody Howard did her uh, knee up, knee down thing on the light dog on literally broke the internet we had to up our subscription on zoom zoom. we did because so many people this was a patreon thing but so many people on our patreon were like intrigued in like how to suck meat (laughs) (laughs) was it rightology them them church folk want to suck that peen and ride that peen they want to ride that on the galilee yeah they did uh church folk be doing that baby making pottery come on All I'm saying is that we have had the opportunity to have some amazing guests. And not just in there. We've had DeVal and Kadeem. We didn't talk about nothing but our lives. And it was a phenomenal episode. Kier. Kier. Finding out you and Chance are the same person. When we went to the opening last night, Tab literally said, get your brother. Get your brother. Can you get him? Finding out. By the way, Tab's restaurant is amazing. So good. If you're in LA, go to Kel My Name. You absolutely should. Um, so I call my name Akel. Correct. She is just amazing and recognizing the like similarities. We've had, I don't know how, but somehow we did get into like the own universe. So all of those shows, I don't reach out to them. They've reached out to us. And like, can we be on your platform? Those things are just. I don't know. It's kind of mind blowing. Yeah. And you did that list. Yeah, it's amazing to me. And you did the Love Hour conference. The Love Hour conference. And we did the Love Hour date uh, thing in Charlotte. Plus one. Plus one, which is a vibe. COVID took that from us. It did. We were having a good time in Charlotte. That was a, it. Was fun. Murder mystery, man. I was all in. We was. I all really. I want to do a great Gatsby themed party so Listen, bad because one of the reasons I'm not touring as much next year and probably ever. Because there's so many other fun stuff we want to do. And we cannot do it when I'm on the road every weekend. Yeah, there's so many things that we can do if I'm not on the road three yeah. or four days a week every week for six months. Yeah. Josh was just showing me. Uh, Greg had the list of cities. Mm. Man, it, Kevin was out of his mind. Well, this is the other thing is that you miss. Oh, this who did this? Greg. Oh, uh, I like it. This is cool. I also think that, you know, you miss out on life sometimes when you're always working. Yeah. You know, you miss the opportunity to just be present for a birthday party or a, or, go to the or eating on brand. You miss or those, cinnamon rolls or cinnamon rolls. You miss the opportunity for the spontaneity of life to happen. And I've actually said this literally off camera not that long ago, like last week. I think I told y'all I want to be more, have more spontaneity. Right now, everything is so planned and so rigid because we don't have a lot of time. And so it prevents you from like, let's go do this. That It's not an option because I have to leave for a flight in 30 minutes, which means we have to shoot the podcast an hour before that. Otherwise, everything falls apart. You got your last half. Uh, all right. The original. 
the OG, <laughs> when our ad agency reached out to us originally for Blue Chew, I said no. Yes. And I was like, sir, we cannot do this. Because our audience? Yeah, No. Well, maybe. But also, like, I felt I was uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. and I didn't know how you were. Because it's like, are you going to want to say that I don't have this issue, but I want to promote it? Like, it was just, I didn't know how it was going to land. Then we did the month of February where I did all the, like, love sex stuff. And I was like, fine, we'll do it. We'll see. And it became a whole, like, love hour grab bag. What did we call it? Starter kit. Starter. It was the love hour starter kit. And it included blue chew. And I used it for real. And he used it for real. Tell the peoples. You can have this napkin blowing in the wind, okay? And you try to put that into a coochie. Can't even go. Look. It wants to go, but it can't. It's like, hey, man, I can't go. Why? Because I I, I, I'm suffering from ED. I don't want to be a napkin. Well, what can I do? You can get blue chew. And then you're this mic stand, okay? And then you're this mic stand. Long, hard, strong. That coochie don't know what hit it. You got that coochie coming. He said, wow, you ain't never had, you ain't never been this strong before. You struggling with ED? Don't worry. I got you. You just a little tired. You need a little pep in your step. Coochies far and wide. They know when, when Blue Chew is on the scene. They say, oh, that peen coming in hard and long and strong. If your penis ain't long, you can do a lot with strong. You can't do nothing with weak. You ain't got to be big. Everybody ain't got a big peen. Some people got a little peen. Some people just got this little bit here. Okay? But listen, a door stopper ain't big, but it stopped the door. Come on, somebody. You hear me? Because it's strong. You ain't got to be big to do what you're supposed to do. You got to be strong. Okay? Maybe you got a humongous penis. But if it ain't doing nothing, then it's just it's just kielbasa. <laughs> okay? Blue Chew ain't going to let you wrong, man. And the best thing about it is everybody ain't got to be in your business. If you just struggling, you got a little napkin peen, you don't want everybody to know it. Okay? Blue Chew specializes in discreetness. Okay? It's going to come in an unmarked package. Ain't nobody going to know your penis ain't working the way it's supposed to. Ain't nobody got to know all that. You ain't got to go to a doctor's office or nothing like that. They got the doctor. You could talk to them on the online. You just tell them what's it. Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? I need a little help. Blue Chew is I got a guy. My peen ain't working. I got a guy. Blue Chew is the guy. I need a little help. It's working, but it ain't working like I wanted to. I got a guy. Okay, Blue Chew going to get you right. Okay, you want to end the year with a bang. Hello. Okay, you want to beat those ovaries into 2022. You're making scrambled eggs out of them ovaries. You feel me? Okay, Yuletide peen. Feliz Navi penis. Okay. <laughs> They say first impressions are important, but what about the lasting impression as you go into the new year? However, you celebrate it. Maybe you want to celebrate it, making that good, good, good lasting impression. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And we got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use promo code love Love. at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. DNA. 
That's bluechew.com. Promo code love to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the very last episode. And the erections. I need to pack that when we go out of town. Of the the podcast. In a different room. One of my. I want you walking funny. Hello. One of my favorite, all time favorite episodes of this podcast. Was the group therapy episode of the podcast? Is that me, you, and Josh? Yes. That's Yvonne? Yes. Man, Josh sat right here. Yes. Got his life together. That was such a moment of, I don't think that people all the way understand the vulnerability of having what ended up being an impromptu therapy session. Right. When something imagine something someone says something to you and we all know that feeling where you get warm when something resonates <laughs> you feel your, like everybody in the world is looking your at you. throat feels scratchy because you're <laughs> you're fighting the tears to stay down i don't know why tears you fill them in your throat but yes. you do and you get this like burning sensation of it trying to come up and you forcing it back down and it's all awkward and you're trying not to blink but you also recognize you just also cannot not blink, but your eyes gloss over mm-hmm. and you're doing that in front of 500 people live. And then you're going to put it on the interwebs for, for people to have for to the see. whole world to see the vulnerability that we experience and shared with all of you. Does it really get the credit that it deserves? This is that that part of the love hour is hard. Yes. To go through your marriage or your struggles in real time, live, you really put your whole stuff on display, your problems, your struggle areas. Like, my bed don't be made, but y'all only know it because I told you. Right. This is like a camera crew coming in and be like, ah, Kev's bed ain't made. Like, hey, man, why your business? Everybody's bed ain't made. Yes. People's houses ain't clean all the way on Thursdays. You know what I'm saying? So that's the part I ain't going to miss. That, I want to struggle in silence again. That someone just also, one of the other episodes, I wouldn't say it was my favorite episodes, but it, it's a long-lasting episode, was the episode with Jason as well. Oh, that also, God. we were out of town. Period. That is that same time. Yes. Oh, Kev, I ain't never watched that episode. No. I, I have never. I won't never go turn back it and on. watch it. I saw the themes. I mean, the, people use that uh gif of me like mm. it was tough i actually wanted him to come back if i'm being completely honest but uh i ended up i decided against it just it didn't work uh and jason is sick again and that's kind of why actually i wanted him on it was to like kind of have that conversation again don't tell him he's sick because he was at the spectrum shoot jb doing he here there and everywhere camera this talent man. producing changing clothes flying he don't care yeah that also but the other beautiful thing about um the podcast is that you guys know how i am about memories and they're all memories yeah they're all moments um uh i actually mean this with all the heaviness that comes with it that you don't get time back and now this is where the tears come and for oh man I was really trying not to cry. What can I do for you? Nothing. Mm-hmm. I yeah. knew it. I felt it. I heard it in your throat. I did it. I did it here. Um, time is the time is the the literal commodity you cannot replenish. You can't renew. You can't recycle. 
you can't make more of. Time spent is time lost. Mm-hmm. Period. You cannot get it back ever. And so to think that over the course of three years, 195 episodes, episode went up, 100, 195th episode went up today. Wow. I know it's crazy. Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot of episodes. 195th episode went up today, which means there are tons of content that we have put out doing what I believe has always been my life's mission, which mm. is teaching. And I just happen to couple that with um, a love and passion for relationships. It's part of the reason I feel like I could never, I wish, truly I do, I wish that I could just simply take stuff off the internet and talk about celebrity gossip and have it be fine. Man, if I could, I wouldn't be ending this podcast today. Mm -hmm. But because I take teaching so seriously, um, because I feel like teaching is literally just like the call on my life, it's something I can't not do. Yeah, I'm somehow I'm going to be teaching. And so coming to a point where I'm like, man, I feel like I've talked about it all. I feel like I've done it all. I feel like I've invested um, every bit of me and my knowledge and, you know, even learning like to say that I have it all together. She don't. It's just I just don't. Um, but I am a forever student and this podcast has allowed me to learn and teach Mm -hmm. and it's been beautiful. I'm so, I'm grateful for the opportunity to share. I'm grateful for the opportunity to, um, help marriages. I'm happy for the opportunity to receive DMS and, um, emails about, man, this literally helped my marriage yeah. this is a conversation starter for me just as an example i don't know what you're about to do but i feel like i want to tell you don't do it you about to play a song i knew it i knew it oh correct correct okay you're done 15 seconds you gotta you're stop done. you're done <laughs> um really last thing i'm gonna say is that uh, we're, I think we can announce this, right? Okay. No? I think we can. Okay. I don't know. Yes, We're in the midst of a project. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I feel like that's all we do. Yeah. Okay. We're in the midst of a project. And the guy that's helping us or kind of overseeing the project literally said to me or to us, you have spawned conversations for me and my wife this has helped me in a way that I didn't realize there were things that went unsaid between us and I'm just like honestly what more what more could I want last 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 thing I taught Sunday school for a long to our children's church actually Sunday school too but I taught children's church for a long time like at my church actually it's one of my like secret joys is teaching like seven to like nine-year-olds because they're old enough to understand and question and have like really smart inquisitive things to say and also old enough to remember you when they're so much you know the Mm -hmm. 30 35 years old and they can be like I had this 
children's church teacher and she would go around and da 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 da. And it's always for me, it's about um, impact and legacy. And I feel like part of the reason I taught children's church, because I always felt like I could have an impact on this child that could change like the trajectory of their life. I mean, it's kind of dramatic, but also it's kind of real. Um, I remember taught, we were talking about like the love of God or something. It was a little chocolate little girl. And she was, I could tell she was kind of struggling with like her own body image. And I stopped her and I literally told her you're worth it as is without change, without exception to her. It broke me. Thinking about the idea of her recalling this moment with her children's church teacher when she's in her 20s, when she's in her 30s, even if she doesn't remember the exact words or I didn't really know what she meant. You remember how people made you feel. You remember how she made me feel. And it is my hope that the legacy of this podcast, this is the end for real, (laughs) the legacy of this podcast, the legacy of... Miss Kev on stage as the host of this podcast is that I was impactful. You sound like you're dying. I'm not dying. Shut you up. Because like you said you're alive. It's still a legacy. I you can have a legacy while you're alive. I'm just saying. I, you, I was like, thank, thank you, Marcus. Hush. We love you, Liz. Oh, thank you, you so jerk. You are the best. Oh, he can hug. The best thing. He can, can hug. hug. It don't matter. Thank you, Liz. He thank can you. hug. We love you. Don't go. Please don't go. <laughs> Liz, Dummy. in light of the impact, oh Lord. What? I'll fight you. Joshua, why would you do this? Why would you this? do this? I did it. This was Kat. Why would you play it? James. It's time. It's time. Oh, I didn't know this. On, you knew? You did? Marcus, oh, you dirty God. dog. Oh. I was... You got it on here? Oh, you little I jerk. Have, have it Just play it so we can cry and get over with okay, this. Okay, I'm ready. Freaking jerk. Eight. Okay. Is it eight minutes? Good gravy. Oh, the sound doesn't work, so we can't do it. What up, Melissa? What up, Kev? It's Glow. And oh, I just it's want Glow! to shout y'all out for an incredible run with the Love Hour podcast, oh, which lasted longer than most people's marriages. <laughs> shout out to y'all. My single ass tuned in just to get love advice. So I appreciate the way y'all show up for our community and beyond. Y'all are going to continue to do amazing work. So it's not even a goodbye. I'm just like, see what other projects y'all got going on. So congratulations on I an incredible Glow. run. I do too. Love y'all so much and keep doing the thing. She's impactful. She really is. Oh, David Letterman. That's Dad O. For the Love Hour podcast. You did it. So we know there's some great things to come, and we're looking forward to what comes next. Love you much. Talk to you later. Bye bye. I need to call my dad. He's old little man. Hey, Melissa and Kevin. We did have them. Congratulations for all of your accomplishments and for everything that you've been doing and for all the work and time spent in the Love Hour. Yeah, we are so excited for what comes next for you guys. Thank you for paving the way for other creators. Thank you for opening doors and pulling people behind you. We are so excited for what comes next. And uh, we'll see you on the other side of your greatness. Absolutely. Peace. I love them too. They deserve all the follows. Hey, Melissa and Kevin. It is Aisha Irene. I want to congratulate you all for closing the chapter of the Love Hour podcast and whatever new endeavors you all are embarking on next. 
And I want to thank you so much for allowing me to DJ the Love Hour conference. That was so much fun. And I, I was so excited to be a part of it. And uh, thank you for always thinking of me and including me uh, in your musical selections. And uh, I can't wait to see what you all do next. Yeah, I don't know. Take care. Aisha, I hit her up four or five hey, times oh, a hey, year. Hey, it's me, sexologist Shamira. <laughs> Hey, Melissa and Cav, I just want to say thank you so much for the love of our work. Yes, bittersweet to see y'all go, to see you get off the air, to know that there will be no more the love hour. But I just want to let you know that you did what was supposed to be done with the love hour from the guests, how intentional you were, from allowing me to share <laughs> intimacy, being seen, being heard, being valued, being understood, and in turn, seeing, hearing, valuing, and understanding your partner. So even Kev falling some of the times, letting us even fall out the seat. Oh, Melissa, to you even saying on the first day that we met that you weren't creative, and here you are. I'm so happy to see you shine. I'm yeah. glad you found this spot, girl. There's a disconnect and sometimes. And I'm so happy that real. you are realizing that it's time for better and it's time for newer. Um, no one else will be able to do what the Love Hour has done. And sometimes we have to leave well enough alone. So thank you for all you've done. That was very good. Can't wait to see what's next. Bye. I remember when you guys first showed. Oh, this dude's story, too. Hour, how you going to do that before? the tour, or for the comedy part of the tour. And I was like, how are they gonna work? But it didn't matter if I didn't understand how it was gonna work. You and Melissa saw the vision and y'all brought that vision to life. And it was such a beautiful thing seeing y'all work together and mm -hmm. turn into a podcast and just be so beloved by so many people. And you help so many people with it. Um, and even I got stuff for it. Uh, what is it? What did you say, Melissa? You said, um, see the red flags while they're still pink. I remember you said that. And I was like, whoa, that's a word. Oh, I said that on there. So as it comes to an end, I just want to say congratulations on you guys for having an amazing run, making an outstanding impact to all of your supporters, your followers, and even your friends, man. Thank you guys so much for everything you guys do. Love and appreciate you. Bye. Oh, Kev oh, and Melissa, I want to say congratulations on everything that you guys accomplished <laughs> with the Love Hour podcast. Uh, excited for what is to come for you guys. Uh, I really appreciate you adopting me into the family and thank you for rocking with me. You guys have been like the Oprah touch, but you guys are the Fredericks touch because you have boosted me up for sure. Uh, I really appreciate you guys, uh, you know, continuing to bring me on even though I question your logic, so to speak. Uh, here's to new endeavors and hoping that you guys continue to accomplish all that you have. And I'm going to continue to snatch edges whenever you <laughs> have me in your presence. Know that. Dr. Kiara King here. Oh, I want to wish Melissa, Kevin, and the entire Love Hour That's podcast That's one of my favorite team. series Nothing I've but ever blessings done. as you all transition from one season to the next. It was truly a blessing to be a guest on the Love Hour podcast in 2019. And it turned out for me to be a pivotal point in my life and career. And I just thank you all for allowing yourselves to be vessels um, to share your stories of healing, 
laughter and love um, in the form of your podcast. I know that only the best is yet to come. And I wish you all well as you She's transition amazing. into the next seasons of your lives. That's Melissa, a real I'm black OBGYN, by the way. An influencer. Like, I know you all have Kev on Stage Studios um, that is up and coming and flourishing. And I just wish series. you all nothing but the best because you all continue to be a blessing to other people. So with that being said, good luck in the next stages of your lives and nothing but blessings. Hi guys. Yo. Oh, I forgot we Honestly, I didn't too. even know the Love Hour podcast was ending. Mm -mm. I don't know um, how you guys arrived at that decision, but I do know that the Love Hour podcast has been valuable for um, Yvette me, texts me every now and again as too. a consumer of the content. Um, as far as like being married to another entrepreneur and creative, listening to your conversations have been so insightful and in giving me um, tools <laughs> to navigate some of the things that we've had to walk through in our marriage. So I just want to say thank you guys so much for the Love Our Podcast and the time that you put into it. I know you guys are going to continue to do big and wonderful things and we look forward to being able to be, you know, a consumer of that content as well or just regular things and not putting it on the internet you yes, know what i'm saying amen. i'm really proud of you know <laughs> kev how much you treat and love mm. and respect your wife you know what i'm saying i feel like you definitely inspired me in ways that you wouldn't even know you know what i'm saying just always being there so i just want to say like we appreciate you guys so much and thank you for everything you've given us giving away the content you've given us so much value mm -hmm. uh consistently you know and so thank you and we're very proud of you and whatever you're going to do next we want to be right there and supporting you too yeah. so love y'all hi hi melissa and kev Aww. it's melissa of sex positive family and i just want to say that i so deeply respect and am in she was like gratitude for everything that you yeah, all create you produce the levels of vulnerability that your work takes people to and you all do it with such authenticity just being yourselves and um i just am so grateful for your light in this world and this is Maybe one chapter closing, but y'all have so many chapters that are going on and will continue to. And just thank you. Thank you for what you do for all of us in this Man, I forgot world. how many people we had on this episode, on this Man. podcast. Victory is mine. Come on. Victory is mine. Victory yes. today. It's like, let me stop playing. Congratulations, <laughs> Kevin Melissa, on all that you've been able to accomplish over these years. Love Hour has been life-changing for so many people, including me, in more ways than you will ever be able to know. I am so excited for what God is getting ready to do in your life in this next season. So can remember to keep your hand to the plow, even when it's hard. There's She's a so purpose churchy. for She's... all of this. <laughs> and it's for black people anyway, y'all. Period. Really period. Well. I liked it. <laughs> very good man thank you so much Catherine. that was very very was thoughtful um huh it was a yawn cry not yeah. a regular cry thank you guys so much i truly forgot all of the uh like you kind of say it i know we had a lot of people we had joshed you a lot of people but in reality we really did like we've had a lot of amazing amazing guests on this podcast um, and they're unproblematic thus far, child. So very good. Um, thank you guys very much for allowing me to host 
stay still microphone uh, to host the Love Hour podcast for tuning in every week, for giving me feedback, for um, allowing me to show up as authentically as I have been able to, to a point where I was like, you got to pull some of that big. You need to like not be sharing all your business with folks. So thank you so much. Goodbye. <laughs>